Just as a disclaimer, we want you to know that some of the movies that we will be reviewing were shot in a different time and era where people of race and sex were not treated equally. We understand this and hope you do too. The movies or anything that happened on the sets are not the views of this podcast or what this show is intended to be all about. Exactly. And we want to give due diligence in presenting the movie and not the views of the cast or directors or anyone involved. But we also feel it's necessary to let the audience know some of the background information to get a feel for what was happening at the time of shooting the film. Again, we hope you understand that we do not agree with everything that went on and we just want to give out the information. And with that being said, hope you enjoy the show. fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man it is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity it is the middle ground between light and shadow between science and superstition and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge this is the dimension of imagination it is an area which we call the twilight zone Alright guys, welcome back to the Tragedy of Cinema, the Twilight Zone series. Uh, this will be episode number three. Um, for those of you that are just joining us maybe for the first time, we are actually taking a look, a deeper dive, if you will. I wouldn't say deep dive, but just an overview of yeah, each episode of the Twilight Zone because we feel that the Twilight Zone series kind of changed television. And maybe some of the movies that you can see were affected by some of the shorter versions of things that happened in the movies. Oh, absolutely. Does that make sense? I kind of slaughtered that how I wanted to say that, <laughs> but you know, you got the idea. <laughs> so um, we already did two, so this is the third episode, and this one was titled Mr. Ditton on Doomsday. Terrence? Mr. Ditton on you Doomsday. You look like you're about in Doomsday. <laughs> <laughs> um, original air date was October 16, 1959. Terrence was just a wee lad back then. <laughs> Such a wee uh, lad, I didn't exist. <laughs> right. And, and this is different than our normal format because we all know that Rod Sterling uh, wrote about, I think, all of them, but like 13 episodes. So we're not going to go through all that. It's the black and white. They're all in black and white. You know, yeah. the same cameras were used and all this. If something important happened, we'll throw it in there. But pretty much it's all the same. Um and and we only highlight the f- couple of the select actors or actresses that were in this. So, yep. uh, so first we have Dan Duria. He played who? Terrence? Dan Duria. Yeah. Uh, he was the he's the main guy. Yeah. Right. Who um, was it? Dan. Yeah, I was gonna say you better get this right. It was on the title. 
Right, he didn't. Uh, who who plays the town drunk? Yeah. Um, you have Martin Landau, who's played been in a lot of stuff. He played Dan Hoddling. And then you have Malcolm Atterbury, who played Henry J. Fate, which was very interesting. Oh, play yeah, all words. absolutely. So, Terrence, why don't you go and give us a little bit of intro, you know, start, you know, what, what's happening at the beginning when you turn this on after the Twilight Zone theme goes off? Um, let's see. Right at the opening, that's when he, uh, it, it shows him the town drunk, right? Then, yeah. And, uh... He's just sitting outside the saloon, right? Well, he gets tossed out of that's the saloon. That's right. He gets tossed out of the saloon. And then that's He when, looks pretty um, rough, though. You know, he's oh, got the yeah, scraggly absolutely. beard. You can tell he's got some, some drinking stains or vomit <laughs> on him. <laughs> and then um, that that's when uh, a small posse kind of comes to him and starts heckling him. Well, and, yeah, uh, they're the ones that throw him out of the thing. You yeah. know? They're like, sing for us. You want to drink? That's right. <laughs> sing for us. If you want to drink, sing. Come on, sing. And he's like, no, no, no. And then he finally does it. And then it's just kind of like a like a sad sight. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and start singing <laughs> oh, it, Terrence. Yeah, yeah. So he starts singing, he goes, how dry I am, how dry I am. You do that am. pretty good. Nobody uh, knows how dry I am. And, the, the you know, what got me up is there was always that, I guess you would call her the lady of the bar. Uh, she was just yeah, like, don't do, it. Yeah, yeah. don't do it. She, you could tell she's always worried about him. Lily, right, I think was her uh, name. Uh, yeah, I don't think I wrote that down. Uh, miss, miss something. I wrote it down somewhere, I think. It's in here somewhere in these notes. I hand wrote yeah. these notes, so it's going to be all. I'll be like, uh, what's this? Um, so he he's passed. He passes out in the street. Yeah, and, and you know, right before the Twilight Zone entrance comes on, you see, he's like, "Let me introduce you to the three players." You know, there's Mister Denton, there's uh, Fate, and then yep. let's introduce you to the third party. And there's a gun at his side. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he he uh, he wakes up and. Uh, the the the, the uh, one guy's outside and he's like, "What's that, Denton?" He's like, "What's that in your hand?" He's like, well, "I don't know, you know, I, oh, I don't yeah. know. Where'd you get that gun?" He's like, "Oh, so you want to fight? Huh? You want to fight? You know?" So he's like, "No, I, I don't." He's like, "Well, you know, I think it's time." He's like, "I said draw." I mean, he's like, "I'm gonna make this easy on you." He's like, "I'm gonna draw left-handed." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. So Denton's like, "Yeah," and then you see Fate back there and he's just kind of nodding, you know, and 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 and, and Denton's drunk. He's waving around this thing and it shoots the guys. Hand, hand. Uh, shits yeah. the gun out of his hand, and the guys are all like, "Whoa, didn't that was amazing?" He's like, "Come in, have a drink on us." But at the bar, so, so he kind of starts getting getting the sort of respect that he used to have. Right, I he, think used this is be, when they he used to be. He used to be. He used to be the best gunslinger. gunslinger. Right, um, and then the reason why he became a drunk was because. Uh, he just felt bad for the losers of his uh, gunfights, well, the, the, and one of them being I, a, a, a sixteen-year-old yeah, kid. 16 year and old that kid. was the last, That was when he started drinking. That's when he stopped. He's that's, like, yep, he's like, I shot him. He was in the stomach, bleeding out. And you know, but I, that, they tell that right after this because if you remember the um, Dan, the I, I call him the bad guy. We'll call him the bad guy. Yeah. He comes back into the bar. And he's like, "Look, didn't?" Because he's over at the bar. He's like, "He's like, oh, look, I told you it was nice." He's got the gun. He's like, "I said draw," and he shoots the the chandelier, whatever it hits, and oh, falls on yeah. him again. You know. So, and then he's that's when he's like, "I think I'm gonna go get a shave and a haircut," yeah. you know. And so, you know, that's when he tells the story to that lady. I still can't think of her name about uh, 
how why I started drinking. You know, I haven't been drunk. He's like, I don't remember how long. He's like, now. He's like, everybody's gonna come after now, me yep. again. He's like, they're they were gonna want to challenge me, and um, and he's like, I don't want to. And th- that's when he starts. He's like, uh, that's why he gets the shave and, and everything. He's like, well, uh, I, I want to die with dignity, right? Because um, he didn't. Plan he knows on somebody's coming, and he then didn't plan on winning his next uh, uh, gunfight. Gun right. Fight. Well, if you remember the next or uh, that night, maybe the I think it's that night. Yeah, it doesn't really say. There's a knock on the door, and he comes over there, and it's two guys. He's like, are you? You know, we're looking for this blonde-haired, tall guy. He's like, are you Denton? He's like, yeah. He's like, well, uh, what's his name? Um, he said, Pete, Pete will be here tomorrow night. And he said, you know, at 10 o'clock, he said he wants to face you. He's like, well, he's like, that That didn't, you know, he shut the door. He's like, that yeah. didn't last long. It's only 24 hours after my shave, <laughs> you know. But it's at this time that he, the next morning he goes outside and uh, he's trying to shoot a can. And he, he can't hit he can't. it for nothing. He's, he's, he's got he's, the, 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 he's shakes. Try, the shakes, right? He's trying to shoot it. <laughs> he's got those junk shakes. He can't, he can't hit this kid. So he knows he's in trouble. So you see him that night. He's back in his room. He's packing up everything. He's getting out of town. And he sees outside, and there's uh, the old peddler, Henry J. Fate. Yep. Um, and something I noticed when I was watching this, as I was trying to see what was on the side of his wagon the entire time. Because oh, it never yeah, says yeah. who he is. It doesn't. Um, it said... Um, what did it say? Oh, uh, dealer in everything. And then underneath it said Henry J. And you couldn't t- make out the fate, the last part, very long. You know yeah. what I mean? I was trying to catch it. Uh, so I thought that was really good. Uh, Miss Smith was her name. Miss Smith. So uh, he's like, well, you know, you come over here. He's like, uh, he's like, I don't think you're, 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 he's like, I know who you are. You're Mr. Den. You're running away. You know, you don't want to fight or whatever. And he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, I can't do it. He's like, well, let me show you. He's like, I got potions, I got things. He's yeah, like, I call yeah. this my what do you call this <laughs> quick draw pow, uh, elixir something, or something. something like that. Yeah. He's like, let's test it out. And he unscrews the cap and he takes it. He's like, test it out. He's like, one, two. He's like, there's your target. It's like a <laughs> lamp. You know? Yeah. He's yeah. Like, draw. <laughs> he shoots and it goes out. And he's like, oh. He's like, here, you just take this. It'll last tonight, ten seconds. Ten seconds. He's like, you take this right when he walks into the bar tonight. Uh, for the last ten seconds. He said, uh, when Pete comes into the bar or whatever tonight, then you'll um, do it. The thing of it was, um, my, 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 my question was, how did he know that, I'm sorry, Grant, that was his name. He said, how, how, how did he know about Grant coming for the gunfight? Oh, well, he Unless knew, it's a small town, because. I, I, think, I think he knew his name had, had it returned had enough merit that like people were like oh so-and-so's back i need to take this guy down kind of thing like right but i'm but i'm just saying how did he know that hey this guy's coming at 10 o'clock because he was the only one in that room with them two guys unless they went to the bar and they started talking and that peddler was out because he had that his carriage was always outside the bar yeah so that's the only thing i can think of unless I mean, he's unless imagine. he's just fate and they played it as hey this is fate and he knew yeah. it could fate just be knew. fate um it could also be uh it's a small town people talk that's it's what easy I'm to find. <laughs> <laughs> so now you know uh, everybody if it fades to where everybody's in the in the bar everybody's just quiet you know, you know they're just there he's sitting at standing at the they're sitting at the bar and all of a sudden you know ding the you know, here comes the yep. and uh you hear some horses come up, and the guy walks in. He's like, are you Denton? He's like, yeah. And he's like, 
everybody from behind. He's like, that's, he's like, take it outside. He's like, everybody from behind the bar. They're going to shoot inside the bar. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, all right. He's like, I'm here to take you down. And so, so he, he's like, all right. So he turns, he's like, I said draw. So he turns around, he starts unscrewing that thing and oh, he starts yeah, shrinking yeah. it. And uh, he turns around with his, you know, and, and he looks and the other guy in his hand has the same elixir. The same bottle empty in his, in right. his hand. And they just look at each other like, <laughs> Like oh, they no. both know what's going to happen. <laughs> so then, then the draw happens, and uh, they both shoot each other in the hand. Right, um, they're, they're shooting hand. They're shooting hand uh, in particular, and um, then he gives kind of like a little speech, saying like, uh, you know, hey, we're we're both very fortunate, like that this is it, and like we'll never have to, uh, you know, raise our our, our gun in uh, anger, anger ever again, ever again. Um, because he tells me, he's like, look, he's like, you're going to be fine. And you got a story to tell your grandkids. He's like, but that was those, the thing. He's those like, hands are yeah, going to be stiff. Yeah. The fingers are going to be stiff. Um, he, he was telling him, like, it's a good thing you learned this lesson early. Uh, and then, you know, instead of too late, like I did. Um, right. So that was a pretty cool message. A, a pretty cool little um, nod to this episode uh, was done in uh, Blazing Saddles. <laughs> By uh, <laughs> Gene Wilder's kid, uh, Waco kid. Oh, yeah. Um, he was the top gunslinger until he was challenged by a six-year-old, <laughs> which led to him becoming an alcoholic. Right. <laughs> right. So, But, you know, and then when when, when, the, when he goes back outside, he's like, did you get him? Did you get him? You know, because they, they're thinking, hey, we got the quickest draw. Because I heard the gunshots. Yeah. He's like, no more than he got me. You know, yeah, exactly. he, 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 he looks at fate and fate's just sitting there smiling. And then Denton walks out and he's smiling. And I think, um, you know, fate and uh, they both nod and, and they write off. But I think the thing that stuck with me the most about this episode is what Rod Serling says at the end. He says, here we had fate. Fate um, helps a man climb out of a pit or stops one from falling into one. Yeah. That was the two viewpoints of the two gunslingers. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really well said in real place and it just made it all tied together oh yeah absolutely um it, it was it was definitely one of the episodes like with a message um i think it was a pretty powerful one mm-hmm. well there you have it like we said these are short and sweet um if you haven't ever watched the twilight zone please please you, you don't know what you're missing it's it streams on uh netflix Hulu. and netflix. netflix it's on okay, netflix yeah so it's on both hulu and netflix so if you have either or or yeah, i'm you sure know, you probably get it on youtube these days too probably um I'm pretty sure you have a friend or family who has Hulu, Netflix. You can just bum off of there if you don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, if you if you need to know uh, Terrence's Netflix account, his email is. Not... <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you again soon. And that's a wrap on this episode. And, and cut. cut.